Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Welcome to the Real Housewives of Rewatch. I'm Sue Funk, and I'm here with... Danielle from Brands by Bravo. What up, Sue? What up, Danielle? I'm so we excited. Are... We're starting our voyage to Scary Island. I know. I would say we are almost <laughs> to Scary... The prelude... Prelude? Is that the right word? Yeah, that is. Yeah, prelude to Scary Island is, is where we're at right now, which is an exciting place to be because, you know, it's one of those things you only... It, it's like... Seeing the car crash, we all we all know that there was a crash, but then getting to see the lead up to it is like it makes so yeah. much more sense of why these things happen. So we start right off at Ramona uh, getting Sonia from the townhouse to whisk her away to St. John, and right or St. Thomas, it's one of them St. Islands, St. Thomas, St. Thomas, I think, um, yeah. And they're just really excited to go, and Ramona tells us. You know, Jill and Lou are not coming, and it's kind of good because they're they're buzz kills, <laughs> and um, that was really funny. I like that she's like was like they're just total buzz killingtons. Um, that was basically they definitely were. Yeah, so that's not wrong. Basically, the meat and potatoes of that scene, and then we roll right into Lou at the studio with Chris Young. Who's feeling James Brown, as she says. <laughs> she, like, and Chris Young is just naming all the people who have ever stepped foot in this studio. And, like, anyone she said, he was like, Bruce Lee's even been in this studio. And I was like, I want to hear more about that, because I don't think of Bruce Lee as a singer. Um, but he, there was an article on BravoTV.com called Whatever Happened to to Chris Young as soon as I googled whatever really yes I was like somebody's good at search engine optimization over there um so it doesn't really say he you know he's like the Ramones are calling salt and pepper I don't but this was in 2010 I'm sure he's still producing music or something 
Yeah. I don't think um, Money Can't Buy You class was like retire on this song money. So, But he does tell her that he thinks it's going to go to number one. And that she sounds like Madonna and Fergie. Fergie. (laughs) (laughs) Which is just. You know what Fergie she sounds like? She sounds like the Fergie that sang the national anthem. (laughs) When I tell you that's one of my favorite YouTube videos of all time. The amount of times that I have watched her sing the national anthem. (laughs) See, like the difference is my most watched YouTube is the we need a hero drag thing where the woman, well, the drag performer drops from the ceiling into a split. So (laughs) that is literally. Oh, my God. Have you watched the Fergie national anthem? Do you know what I'm talking about? It's been years, but I know. I remember. Oh, my God. And then you got to watch the remix version where Mm -hmm. they're like dancing to it. And then I just love to, let's play some basketball. And it's just, my friends and I say that all the time. <laughs> and away I gave. And then it's like, <laughs> oh, it's just the greatest video. And then they they go over to like the, bas- it's at the NBA All-Star game. Mm-hmm. And so then they like go over and pan to some of the players and like LeBron James. Like they're literally biting their tongue, trying not to laugh because it's one of the worst renditions of the national anthem i've ever heard and it's and it's iconic so that's the lou that sounds like Fergie <laughs> in my head i don't know which happened first but well that is basically all i wrote about that because i mean they're in the studio for a long time but it's just them fawning all over each other it's like well, you're I just, amazing he really amazing. hypes her up yeah, and i would love to really know what he's does. getting paid right and then I love that she says it's not a huge time commitment so she can spend time with her kids. And I'm just like, <laughs> my note was, LOL, it's just one song. Like, you're not recording an album, Lou, where oh. this is, like, taking up time in your life. See, and I wrote, LOL, like you're going to spend time with your kids. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Also, yeah, like, she uses them as a few excuses for things, which we know she's not known for being the most present parent. No. Um, that's yeah. that's for sure but yeah like you're not i'm watching daisy jones and the six right now and mm-hmm. you're you're not in the studio 8 a.m to midnight you know make making an album do you like I that did also, series you're like the oh third my, person to tell me that they're god they're i love it. it i read the book oh okay and I so love you read the, the book books. too all right and i think the series that while it's not sticking true to the book i also don't remember everything in the book and i don't care mm-hmm and I really appreciate that they did a series, not a movie, because I really feel they included a lot. And the music from it is fantastic. Cool. All right. Maybe I'll okay. they recorded. It. They recorded a whole album. It's very Fleetwood Mac. I'm, I'm a fan. That's, that's for sure. So then we get to the trip. And it's the five of them, Alex, Bethany, Ramona, Kelly, Sonia. And looking back, I don't think I realized that Luann wasn't on the trip. Like, I never thought about the fact that Luann was not there hmm. when she was a part of the season. Like, it never crossed my mind. Because I always think of Jill and her late arrival and all of that, but I never think of, where the hell was Lou during all of this? Yeah, I I think I knew she wasn't there because I remember she goes on another awkward date during it. And I always remember being like, Oh, wow, Lou, you really, like, no one will remember this date, and everyone will remember this trip. Yeah. Um, But Ramona uh, is excited to have her crew with her, and Bethany says, like, she's just like, I literally 
landed in St. Thomas. And I thought that was a really interesting, like, the way that she said it was just, like, it sounded like she felt like she had been crazy. And then she, like, thudded down. Um, There's a great song by Ben Folds called Landed. It reminded me of that a little bit, too. It's like that. Wow, I haven't thought about Ben Folds in such a long time. I'm such a 90s, like, bitch. No, I used to love him. Like, I'm way into, I went on the Lot of Pianos tour with him and Tori Amos. Like, that's That's who I am. Anyone who can play a piano and sing is my kind of person. Who my random, probably favorite artist of all time is. No, but I want to know so bad now. It's Jason Mraz. I've probably seen him in concert oh, like nine times. Okay. See, mine this is, is not pr- like a, I'm yours. I became a fan. Someone bought me his album when I was in ninth grade, his first album, hmm. Waiting for My Rocket to Come. And me and my girlfriends have been absolutely obsessed with him since. I literally, I think we've seen him every time he's come to New York for the most part. Who got the album for you? Who changed your life in this way? Uh, it was my sister. I think someone got it for my sister, and then I oh. think she burned it for me. I think is what it was. And it's true love. <laughs> I true he is my calming love. music. Like he has some of my favorite songs of all time. It was a little sad because like this is terrible, but like his life is happy now, so his music's not as good as like. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like, feel that way like, about Rufus Rain, Rain, Wainwright. Yeah, yeah, like he was like young and depressed and sad, you know, and mm-hmm. he had a, now he's like with a partner and he's a baby and you know he writes yeah. really joyful music though and i've just he's so amazing in concert unbelievably talented go say, back and listen to like some deep records of his and they're they're truly beautiful i would say my person that i listen to that i feel like people might be surprised that i love so much is ace of bass <laughs> <laughs> The album, The Sign, is probably my favorite album. (laughs) Okay, you just made me think, okay, so Derek is really bad at knowing the lyrics to songs. And when we first started dating, that song came on in the car, and he's singing along, and he goes, I saw the sun, and I was like, the sun? I was like, it's sign. And we had a whole argument. I was like, how could you see the sun? And it opened up your eyes. The opposite effect happens when you see the sun. Your eyes close. I was like, I saw the sign. So uh, that song forever makes me think of him. And he also once told me his favorite song was Wonderwall. And I honestly am surprised I didn't break up with him. Yeah, when he said that. I think he panicked, said that. That's a tough one. I know. I don't believe that that's his favorite song. He's better taste of music than that but no my favorite song is tears for fears everybody wants to rule the world it's a good song it's never not it never not slams for me do you have a favorite housewife song uh it's hard i think it changes a lot i will say i really loved erica jane's work how could you not like how many fucks was like i still get that stuck in my head a lot like it's just perfect because of all the like the alligator is lisa vanderpump and like there's all Mm -hmm. these like things there's like these lines that are talking about the show too i just i love i loved the video it was great (laughs) like now that i know that orphans and widows paid for it less great (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> it's a real bummer <laughs> I don't know if I have a favorite there's so you know what actually is my favorite in terms of like it's actually I think an enjoyable song to listen to drive back oh 
all of Candace's stuff besides Candy. Obviously, yeah. Candy's music Candy's is number music, one. Yeah. I don't put her as a housewife musician yeah, because same. that was her job before. People always get annoyed if I like leave Candy out, but I'm like, this was her job. But this is what made yeah. her famous, and then able to be a housewife. Like she's well above everyone else. Candy is probably the most talented musician and For sure. songwriter. All of that. No, I love Tom Sandoval put out a song, Touch in Public. You're really going to cut deep with a Sandoval? Listen, I despise him, hate him, but I I can't lie, Touch in Public was a good song. Nope. I'm going to say hard pass. I know the song. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's a good song. I can't deny it. No. What can I say? It's and I also really love "On Display" from Melissa Gorga. I really love that song. It is a good song. I will. I will and, say oh, it and, surprises me. Uh, every time. Kenya, Gamathu and Fabulous. I love that song too. It's so that ridiculous. is literally just saying a catchphrase over and over. I know it's great. It's great. But anyway, okay, back to we're going back to the island. So we're back to and, the island. Bethany's landed, and Ramona is saying that she literally has enough clothing for ev- to outfit everyone. She's a size seven and a half shoe. Um, yeah. Um, Alex also says this is the first time since becoming a mom that she's away from the kids or a fun time trip. And I'm always amazed when we watch Housewives, how many of the women say this is their first girls trip they've ever been on. Yeah. I like, I find that really surprising too. Cause like we'll see in Vanderpump Rules, Raquel says that, but I'm like, you were part of a sorority. Like, yeah, especially like, people who are part of sororities. I'm like, I thought that's like a fundamental part of sorority. I mean, we life. had sleepovers. We didn't like take trips, trips because oh, no one had I any money. You all then, but, like, would go to like spring break together. I mean, I did, yeah, yeah, I did. But you were in Florida already. But I was so, in Florida, like... so I made it easy. But she was in California. Like, yeah, I don't. I'm always, and I I would say probably girls trips and the idea of doing those, I feel definitely more younger generations have done it than the age of the housewives, I would say. maybe. You know, like I could see like a Kathy Hilton understanding why she never had gone on one. That's true. But, you know, so I could see. Because most of them were already married with kids in their 20s, so they couldn't go for those. Exactly. So I could see it being a generational thing, but it always does surprise me when they say they haven't done that because even me being in a relationship my entire 20s i probably went on more trips without derek than with him because most of my friends didn't have boyfriends so i wasn't going to be the one to be like can i bring him like no yeah. i want to go without him like friends even trip, now married girls I trip, yeah. I've many girls trips the girls trips are so important to me i'm always down Ooh. to like rent a house with a bunch of people like, yeah if i, like I this is my push for anyone listening Go on a girl's trip if you haven't in a while. They are important and necessary. Plan and if one. you were thinking about going on a girl's trip, this is your sign. Book yes. now. <laughs> um. <laughs> so the big thing, though, when they get there is that they are staying on a yacht. We got yeah. the yacht. We got the yacht. Like, oh, my it's God. It's called the Olga. Yeah. And I wrote a note. I said, I wish this was like a true below deck crossover. Mm. And I truly can't believe we still haven't had a true crossover and that Below Deck didn't start until 2013, so two years after this. Yes. And I wonder if someone saw this and then the idea was sparked from I'm something sure. on this trip. Yeah. And that Bravo did not cheap out on this trip. That is for sure. Why do you think we haven't had a true crossover? Between like, Below I Deck want... and Yeah, like the, the way that there was like 
now that I'm rewatching Sir, there was an episode where they filmed the wait staff from Sir's perspective, and then it also aired as an episode oh, yeah, for that's Beverly a great Hills. Episode. Why have there not been send the women on Captain Lee's boat, and then we get to watch a below deck episode from the perspective of them waiting on the housewives and then the housewives. Honestly, my answer right now off the top of my head, if I had to guess, is that they don't, they couldn't house both productions. I was thinking that that's the only logistics that always comes back to. Like the financial logistics of both productions, they would really have to have a surefire, like great chemistry between the two and timing between the two. But if you think about it, somehow on the boat, they already filmed the guests and the crew. Yeah, but the guests on Below Deck don't have their own producers per each person. True. It's like, I think that's the thing that like would get you is like the producing of all of them. Yeah. Yeah. I still want it. I think, I mean, we've had housewives on, Cynthia was on, and they were actually, like, super boring, their group. Um, mm-hmm. But it wasn't a Housewives episode. It was just Housewives on Honestly, an just of Below Deck. put Ramona on, and Sonia on Below Deck. It'll be the most watched episode ever. Yeah, it would be crazy. By far. Who wouldn't want to watch that? I know. Sonia talking about how she used to have a yacht. Ramona being the most demanding unpack everything person. Just She's those two. pretty okay here, though. This yeah. is the calmest room picking we've ever seen. They immediately say that Bethany should have the um, the master, and Bethany is like, "I'm not playing the pregnancy card," which I was like, "Play that pregnancy card, lady." Bethany um, was always one who didn't play into the game of the rooms, though. She's very yeah. low maintenance when it always came to that. Very. She true. did not care. Um, Ramona and Bethany, and like, well, then they all get to the um table they get their bikinis on and they go to lunch um on the yacht and kelly insists on getting a cover-up because she doesn't believe in eating a bikinis even though everyone at the table is eating in their bikini. you know what though not wrong i yeah. don't like sitting there i don't like eating and sitting at a table in my bikini bottoms i won't always put a shirt on mm-hmm. but i always put my shorts on i, I feel weird yeah, well, a bikini is basically wearing your underwear. So, like, wearing your underwear yeah. or eating is so, a little weird. I didn't think it was that strange. If I'm, like, in my lounge chair or whatever is different, but if I'm, like, at a table. Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't think it was. They, they all thought it was weird. So, so the big, our first stirring of events of, like, something's mm-hmm. wrong with Kelly, not the cover-up thing, because that I thought was normal, yeah. is that Ramona is dying for wine. You know, I guess the service <laughs> is a little slow. And Bethany says... Oh, I saw some grapes inside. I'll stomp on them. And Kelly goes, those are my grapes. Don't stomp on them. And she says it so seriously. Yeah. Not as like a follow-up sarcastic joke. No. So seriously. She's like, don't stomp on my grapes. I want to eat those. And you're, they all kind of just look at her with like this, huh? Face? Like. And like, she's like, I was going to eat them. What? What? And like. And Bethany is just like, nope, it was a joke. I'm just kidding. And that's, I wrote, and this is where we see it starting to fall apart. Because she just gets upset and walks off. Well, she tries to walk off, but the doors don't open. (laughs) But that's not what sets her off. No. Ramona brings up what Jill, what happened with Jill. Jill recounting. So when, if you'll remember last episode... (laughs) Bethany's dad died and Jill makes it all about her being the one to have to tell everybody. 
And it's weird because she, like, isn't talking to Alex, but texts Alex and is like, oh, Bethany's dad died. So Ramona and Alex are recounting this to Bethany. And Bethany, like, none of them, I think, are being really overwrought. Like, nobody's being mean to Jill in this moment. They're kind of just stating facts, which is weird. Yeah, they're just recapping. There's like nothing really hyperbolic about it. It's very state of the fact, state of the the matter of fact. (laughs) And Kelly jumps in and is like, I don't want to talk about it. And then defends Jill. And she's upset because she wants to talk. And she's jealous about Ramona being able to comfort her? I don't know what that note yeah, is. Yeah, it's, it's Jill is jealous that Ramona was there for Bethany and oh. that Jill wasn't there for her. And Kelly goes, I'm a real person. I am normal. I don't know what that meant. And then that Kelly says she doesn't care, but she also has comments and she just keeps like escalating everything. And Bethany just looks like, I, we don't have to have this conversation then, but like Kelly keeps going, but then telling everyone to shut up about it. Yeah, because she's mad that they're psychoanalyzing Jill. Because, like, Bethany, like you said, it's just like, with all due respect, she would have been the first one to call. I called, but she's just upset because she blew up the relationship. That's what it was. Yeah. Yep. And then Kelly says, I will be in La La Land with cartwheels. I'm not a sorority girl. And then she gets upset and calls them all demented. Then she also says, you're being so mean and so negative. You're making lemons into lemonade. And, oh my god, I forgot the whole lemons into lemonade thing and they had to explain to her like that's and, not the saying and why the saying is wrong. And it was just that's where she was really like you guys are crazy. And they were like Yeah. No, like and they're trying really hard not to laugh as well in this moment because it's like somebody's screaming at you you're you're negative. You're turning lemons into lemonade and everyone's like wait, but that's like not a negative thing. Yeah, she did not understand the saying at all. Uh, and in an interview, Bethany says that Kelly's perfect for Jill because she's a, a nitwit. Oh, speaking of her nitwit, we also, I don't think we mentioned this part. When they're in the car riding up to the yacht, Kelly talks about not liking processed foods. And then in oh, the yes. next sentence is, I love gummy bears. So, <laughs> like, I love gummy bears. And Bethany just, like, she's that person that when she hears something wrong, she can't help herself to not correct it and so she's literally just like no but like gummy bears are literally just corn syrup like you said you don't like processed food that's literally all it is and she goes no that's fun it's candy bethany it's different i know i mean but like i bethany's like that's food though (laughs) yeah it's it's One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. 
I would have called it out as well, probably. You just um, like, it's love- that kind of thing where you hear it and you're like, I can't not mention that this yeah. is so wrong. <laughs> yeah. And then Sonia really stays like uninvolved. Mm-hmm. She says she doesn't know Jill. She doesn't really have any skin in this game. She just wants a pedicure and to like enjoy the yacht. Like she's very uninvolved. Um, and then I think it goes to Bethany and Alex on the side having like a nice conversation about her dad. Um, right? Don't the two of them have a really nice convo? I think after like the lunch finally ends. Yes. So the lunch ends, and then we're cutting to um, there. It's later on. Everyone's like kind of getting ready. I think for dinner. I want to say. Uh huh. And they're Alex and Jill. I mean, I'm sorry. Alex and Bethany are the first ones ready. So they have this nice chat about uh, Bethany's dad. And it's a really nice heart to heart. And they're really sweet. And but then at the end. <laughs> I love what I was saying. Yeah, no, go ahead and say it. <laughs> they were just like, and Kelly, what was that? And then they're just like, what was that? And they just keep laughing. The two of them lose it. I love this moment because it's such a raw, real laugh. Because that's so something that would happen where, like, in the moment you can't discuss it with a friend. And -hmm. then later you two are like, what the hell just happened? Yes. And they are just losing it. And I love, I don't know which one of them said it. I'm assuming Bethany. Did you go to Columbia the country? Because there's no way she went to college. Yes, I wrote that. I was like, oh, man. I'm assuming that sounds like a Bethany-ism. Yes, that was Bethany. Um, and then we go to the date with Lou, and Court is there. I think I called him coked out Colin Hay, and I still stand by that. He is sweaty and giving me coke face. Uh, allegedly. Whole, I don't even want to talk about this date because it makes me so uncomfortable and gives me a thousand icks because everything about this man disgusts me. He gives her his book, which is we said last week was like the whole reason why he's there. He asks if he's in her roster. The only cool thing is it's like a bar where they do like different chemical drinks and they literally light the bar on fire for one drink. I literally wrote, well, at least they go to a cool restaurant. Right? (laughs) I remember trying to find this place after this aired and being like, I want to go to the bar that lights on fire. When you can drink again, we should go there. (laughs) Anyway. Oh my God, I'm counting the days. 15 weeks, baby. (laughs) Please be on time or early. <laughs> Champagne I... in the delivery room. No, I'm kidding. Oh, my God. Actually, do you know, actually, like, I'm allergic to champagne, and I never drink it. I didn't even have it at my wedding. That's so interesting. Yeah, it gives me, like, I've broken out, like, twice from it. So I'm oh. just kind of too, like, scared to have it. I think it's the sulfates in it. So I just never, like, because I'm scared of having it, I now convince myself I don't like it, and I never drink it. Fair. Yeah. Well, no mimosas for me, so I always have to check a brunch menu to make sure it's not just mimosas because I won't have those. <laughs> I'll keep that in mind next time we brunch and you drink. <laughs> yes, uh, anytime, please. I cannot wait. I'm like I really didn't think I'd miss alcohol as much as I do, but like I really, really miss a drink. Well, there. Sonia's drinking while everyone goes snorkeling. I know. Maybe also watching Housewives and they're all constantly drinking. Yes. And I'm just like so jealous. Like a video came up from my friend's wedding from before I was pregnant and I was so drunk in it. And I was like, oh my God, I cannot wait for my first night out. Like, bye, Derek. I'm leaving you to watch the baby. 
but also it'll probably be such a lightweight it will be very scary so i'll have to be cautious of that <laughs> you know what i realized the ramona and snorkeling scene happens after the um lou date but the dinner that they were getting ready to was so like they kind of did this out of order because we saw alex and bethany getting ready for dinner or being the only ones yeah. ready for dinner and then we see the snorkeling scene and then we see the dinner scene i actually wrote they have a nice dinner but they don't show any of it yeah so it must have been uneventful well the no there, there is the seating chart that's brought up because they separated kelly and Bethany. Right, but like that's about it. They really don't. Well, go the, into it. the so, nice thing about that moment though is that Kelly is able to laugh at it, and like uh-huh. that was cool. Like, like Bethany's like, oh, it's good. We can laugh at it. Like the one thing I noticed about Ramona snorkeling is that she has her pool noodle, which she's like infamous for always having her pool noodle because <laughs> she says she's not a strong swimmer, and I just love those little things that it's like, nope, they really didn't do this for the show. This is just. Who they've been the whole time. <laughs> she loves that noodle. So the after the dinner, we don't see Ramona go to the Hooters boat, but we know we've lost Ramona to the Hooters boat because it's Sonia, Bethany, and Alex sitting around a table, and Kelly comes with Cafe Patron shots like a fucking commercial. Yeah. How much do you think Patron paid for her to do this? Like, Cafe Patron was so popular then, too. But they also were like... Don't they not make it anymore? No, they have to still make it. Don't they? I don't know if they do. That was like a super popular drink, though, I remember. I just remember like at, them at the time. pushing it hard everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like, when I went to Comic-Con in, like, 2013, there was, like, a Patron party and that was like one of the things that they had passing around i they remember also that had would be alcoholic like the fancy lo- things. Um, ice pops which was dope Ooh, i like that but yeah so ramona is wasted like she's very drunk and so alex goes with her like to the hooters yacht and well, then so, oh wait we, what, did i miss things yeah we missed that um bethany is opening up about her dad to Sonia and Alex and it's really sweet and Kelly just goes for her again she's just like what's happening to you is really not uncommon right oh yes I've seen my note about that yep and then she's like um Bethany's like yeah but like a parent saying I've had a full life without you is not like he should have should have never had children and Kelly's like, you just have to appreciate who he was to you. And, and Bethany's like, that's the point. He was nothing to me. Yeah. And, like, Kelly's just not computing and just, like, Alex and Sonia are trying, but, like, failing. They're just like, this is just not working. Yeah. So then Alex leaves. So then it's Kelly and Ramona and Bethany. Yes. And then, I'm sorry, Sonia, Kelly. Ramona comes back. To Kelly, Kelly's gone, but it's it's everybody but Kelly. And Ramona comes back with no. Before we get to that, is the whole conversation about the one night stand? Oh, you're right. Before she goes to the, so it's Alex and Ramona on the Hooters yacht, and then the other three are still on their yacht, and they're having a whole conversation about one night stands. And Kelly goes on this whole rant about how she won't have a one night stand because she's from the Midwest. And Bethany is like looking at this Hooters calendar that Ramona gave her, and was like, (laughs) "You think all these girls are from?" 
All those girls are probably from the Midwest. <laughs> They're definitely hitting and quitting it. And then Kelly starts saying, one night stands are related to unprotected sex. Yes. And it, it just is such a wildly terrible take she has on one night stands. Um, and this is the first time we kind of see Sonia engaging with, with Kelly um, mm-hmm. in sort of cuckoo la la land that she's in. Yeah, and they try and talk a little bit about something serious again. And Kelly is like, why does every t- everything have to be a victim? Like, you're a victim, you're a survivor, just enjoy life. And Sonia's like, you don't have to judge, like, you just don't have the capacity for emotion. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she keeps pointing out, like, you really, Kelly, hate when people have feelings. Like, yeah. And then Kelly says uh, it's... It's like it's 1979. Life is so short. I have no comment to that. Kelly says Bethany has spoken about her family in the press. And this is the first time we get it before Scary Island, where Kelly is accusing Bethany of speaking about her family in the press. This is, she's like, this is where she like, the feelings things happens. And then it's just a steep slide into calling Bethany creepy She's not a chef. You're a cook. You speak, but you don't know what you're saying. You're stupid. You're the stupid one. And Sonia tries to pull her back. And Kelly says she doesn't care and that Bethany's vindictive. And Sonia's just like, where is your proof of any of this? Bethany is like, I went to culinary school. And she's like, Kelly says, let me see your resume. Like, it's such a weird thing to latch onto with Bethany and the chef versus cook thing. It's, it's so yeah. wild to me. I, I don't understand where any of it's coming from. It's, it's just super wound up ridiculousness. And so she also calls her a hoe bag who sleeps with everyone. Yep. <laughs> and yeah, that she said she's a mean vindictive person. I think you said, and that it hurts her children and she's like on this whole thing about how it like yeah. it affects her children and she's just like Bethany's like she just has no no idea what she's talking about. But the best is they cut back to Kelly for her confessional and she's like, Yeah, she's a hoback. <laughs> like it was just so matter of fact. She has one night stands, she's a hoback. And I'm just like, Whoa, Kelly One night stands do not make you a hoback. But like also let's not use the term hoback. I know. Well, it was very still of the time that of using those words to describe women. So Bethany runs off because she's just like, I can't. I love that her other option to get off this crazy boat is to go on the Hooters yacht. Like, that's her only option right now to get off this boat. And we see Alex and Ramona and the, uh, the, the head of Hooters and he's saying that Ramona has everything over all the Hooters girls. And he's like, you sure you want to renew your vows? Like, he is... Ramona is talking so close to this guy's face, and it's making me so uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. But I, she, this might be one of the drunkest we've ever seen Ramona that I... Yeah. She can really... really like, I feel like she no probably pain. watched this back and was like, cool, I can't do that again. Um, it's really... He was so drunk. Alex is giggling and 
Bethany comes over and tells the Hooters too that she came prepared because her boobs are out. Um, she's just really wishes that she could drink and she can't. And the Hooters guy gives Bethany her seat. And uh, she talks about how her, <laughs> Alex says, Bethany and Kelly are like kerosene and matches. <laughs> I thought oh that God. was really great. Um, but like then that. Kelly comes just as they're trying to tell her, uh, like Ramona, about what happened with Kelly. And uh, Sonia's there. And Sonia's just like, stop trying to ditch me with Kelly. Yeah, <laughs> like, Sonia's pissed. She's like, why do you guys keep leaving me with Kelly? Like, I do not want to be that yeah. person. And Ramona says, I want to have fun. Kelly has issues. <laughs> It reminds me of being, like, drunk in a bar in college. If you'd be out with, like, ten girls and somehow you got stuck with, like, the drunkest of the crew. Yeah. And, like, you know your duty is, like, I can't leave this person. Mm-hmm. But why? I don't want to be with them. They're ruining my night. But, yeah. like, it's, like, woman code. You can't, you can't, like, you should go nowhere alone. You can't, and especially if they're, like, the most whatever's going on. Like, you got to stick with them. And that's basically what's happening. But, yeah, so Ramona's, like, slurring her words. Ramona is a hot mess, but she still wants to keep partying. And so her and Alex and Bethany, she's like, she convinces them for turtle time, which is one of the most iconic moments and will become Ramona's booze rallying cry for the rest of her times and i think i said this to you whether it was before we recorded or or i texted it to you i don't remember that i had no idea the term turtle time came because they were going to a bar called called the the fat Fat turtle Turtle. so in case anyone didn't know that or hasn't rewatched the episode yet I just thought this was like Ramona's fun little ism for like a good time. And she called it turtle time. I had no idea they were going because they don't even say we're going to fat turtle. No, they just show us the beginning. They show us a quick little sign of of turtle time. And you're like, I had this moment where I was like, are you effing effing kidding me? I was like. This is where the saying came. Like, I had no recollection that's where the saying came from. And it's such like a cartoony turtle. It's so funny. It just, like, looks like something. It's so funny. It's just such a island dance club kind of thing. And 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 it still makes sense. Her saying turtle time. It's like, it's time to go to the turtle, because I'm sure everyone calls it turtle. And in a way that, like, what's the... Oh, Vicky and Andales, you know, like... yeah. It's that sort of thing, and it just absolutely cracked me up that I had no idea that this is where this came from. And we also then cut back to Sonia and Kelly, and Sonia's being very silly, and, like, Sonia's, like, playing around, and she keeps running in and out of Kelly's room saying it smells like cat pee, and this is where one of my theories for Scary Island comes in. Which is, on Reddit, there is a theory that, and I've never done this drug, and I'm not saying for sure that Kelly has. Allegedly. meth <laughs> smells like cat pee. And, like, so there's a theory that Kelly was smoking meth. Now, do I think that? Maybe, but probably not. But 
it, it's still, like, I just don't understand the psychosis, psychotic break. So, like, anything, I grab at any straws, even if that straw is connected to meth <laughs> when it comes to this <laughs> theories. Yeah, it's, it's, Sony's being hilarious. Like, she's, she's funny in the scene. And then I just love the episode ends with our ladies dancing it up at turtle time. Like, I can't, I really can't believe Bethany rallied. Remember again? Yeah, she's pregnant. Just remind everyone a thousand times. She is pregnant and sober. (laughs) She's pregnant and sober and she's dancing her face off. And I loved it. Like, you know, Bethany's always down for a good time. The three of them, though, just genuinely dancing was so fun. They were really giving it their all. And it was just. It felt like Bethany was really free in that moment. And for how, like, chaotic and crazy her life is, it was just such a nice moment to see somebody finally feel, like, less stressed. <laughs> I agree. And I I totally get, like, I love to dance sober, drunk. Like, that end of the night, if good music is playing. Also, a non-crowded dance floor, very important. Oh, Yeah. I don't want anyone near me. <laughs> so true. So My friend true. and I do this thing where we like swing each other around and like to create space so that no one comes near us. <laughs> um, we create like a little barrier where we like, like, whoa, and like kind of like flail each other around to like, and we'll just Smart. like be in the back of the room to, to ensure the space. But yeah, it was so great. It was such a great episode because it just made me have such a better understanding of what is to come in the next episode. Yeah. And I think it was just, it was really fun to be on the yacht. It was really fun to see them have fun. I really enjoyed this episode. Yeah. I forgot that they even stayed on a yacht for a night. I thought they were in that house that whole time. No. And we get, I think we got more of it next episode too. So we do. stay tuned we have for next week. a very special guest next week. <laughs> so we are so excited. Should we say who it is? Yeah, sure. Why not? I am. To- I told. Uh, I cannot wait. It is cocktails and bra- Bravo and cocktails. Uh, she was so excited she can't even say her. the name correctly. I can't even. <laughs> uh, I, like I'm a cocktailer, as you may know, <laughs> and so having me on the pod was everything. If you listen to um, cocktails and gossip, Bravo and cocktails, um, their podcast is huge. It's a great. Great podcast. I highly recommend it. But she comes on and talk. She's going to come on and talk to us about Scary Island. And I just, yeah. it's going to be and the best episode ever. she's a herself. So get ready for some more great New York accents. <laughs> <laughs> but we are so excited. And um, thank you so much for listening, rating, reviewing, downloading. DMing, downloading. I got the nicest, nicest message that I want to shout out. To Cat Pow, who wrote me the kindest thing about listening and loving us, and we love you. We love you. And thank you. We so still much can't for believe anyone listens to us. So thank was, you so much. So should we say the tea that she gave us? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I should say. So if you think back a few episodes to when um, there was no thinking, Alex delivers her message <laughs> that I guess there, there was, was an no interview breathing. later on about how. Bethany kind of knew like her storyline was on the way out and that she Alex's kind of was not storyline was on the way out. Alex's storyline had gone stale mm-hmm. and that Bethany wasn't really, I'll just read the exact said 
the episode where Alex delivers the big message to jail for Bethany. Um, I don't know if you've listened to Bethany's Read to Watch podcast, but she claims she was talking to producers and Alex's storyline had got stale. She says that she had Alex deliver that message to keep her relevant and give her a big moment so they didn't cut her. I don't know how true it is. Uh, Interesting. I would love to hear Alex's perspective on that. Oh, my God. The fact that Alex is on Ultimate Girls Trip, like... Oh, I cannot wait. I hope she talks about stuff Mm -hmm. because we really haven't heard heard much but yeah that's an interesting interesting take because yeah alex and bethany were kind of a little on you know the outskirts so they needed to do something to get back in bethany i think was just entertaining enough so they didn't care if mm-hmm. she wasn't vibing with people and she obviously had her jail fight but alex kind of well i think alex her storyline was always that simon was so ridiculous and no one would accept him but then everyone starts accepting him so then it's like oh okay. yeah he kind of becomes a non-factor the show yeah. doesn't focus as much on him anymore but i'm surprised i mean brooklyn fashion week was a very big story true but it wasn't dramatic mm. or like all the fighting was happening around it but not really involving her true so well, yeah i could see that what a gift yes. <laughs> thank you, you so much for letting for us insight. know that and, and <laughs> that's, it. that's it we love you as we always say and if you have nothing nice to say go on tom sandoval's page and leave a comment on one of his photos instead perfect <laughs> advice all right Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.